This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't know. Sometimes the, the conversation goes off the rails here. We're, we're in the middle of shirt gate, I guess. For me, it started when I do my nightly Facebook live chat and I was kind of getting roasted. Well, I would say it was probably like 60-40, 60 roasting, 40% people saying they loved my shirt. I got this crazy tie-dye shirt going on. Yeah, bold choice, I understand, but sometimes uh, you got to be a little bold. You can be on radio. I mean, like uh, one of the, the people on Twitter just tweeted at me, I could be shirtless and you wouldn't even know what you would on the, uh, the Facebook Live video. Uh, Logan, behind the glass, uh, final verdict from Logan on this shirt. I've never been much of a tie-dye guy myself. <laughs> so you're uh, in the roasting. I'm, I'm not going to roast you on it necessarily, but, you know, uh, for a tie-dye shirt, it looks all right. Okay. <laughs> I like that. You know what? I will take that as a compliment. Thank you, Logan. No uh, let's see if – I don't know if Carter Bryant's seen the tweet or not. Carter Bryant, uh, host of the Carter Bryant Show on 1071 FM and 1400 AM in South Arkansas. Of course, at Carter the Power on Twitter. Stand-up comic joins our show every week. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, all I know is whenever you put a tie-dye shirt on, you immediately become a better hacky sacker, and uh, that's a good thing, man. <laughs> on next thing coming is a man bun. I can't wait. You know, you know, I always – I know this is really weird. I always kind of wanted to rock a man bun because I've always had, like, medium-ish hair, but I never did. I could never, like, stoop to that level, Carter. I, I feel like that's something you would do, though. Yeah, well, no, no, I can't man bun. I, I did do the old L. Beckham Jr. cut, and uh, I, I saw him at a football game a few years ago, like a few weeks after I got the cut, and we did like that Spider-Man meme where we pointed at each other. And uh, um, so, yeah, you know, go for the bold hairstyle. Why not? Just go all out. Why not? Just, just do it to it. I, I don't see what the downside would be uh, for the man bun. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Maybe I can tie-dye my hair or something like that. Um, let's talk about the the Rich Paul comments in Sports Illustrated earlier today. I know you've been all over the Pelicans and AD and the NBA over the last couple of months. Carter, what do you make of this? I thought his Lakers comments really made no sense, which kind of encapsulates this whole thing, Seth. Because if you actually go read the quote that was reposted everywhere that Sports Illustrated put in a big old meme format, all he did was list off great centers that have played for the Lakers. He's like, oh, the Lakers have this great history. They have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and then they have Shaquille O'Neal. And, well, that was then. That has nothing to do for your client now. He sounds like a guy that's doing whatever it takes to do what's best for him instead of what's best for AD. And I just don't see how Anthony Davis, a rational, even-keeled guy, could look at a situation like what's happening at Los Angeles and say, oh, this looks like this is the best opportunity for me. Yeah. Well, 
I don't see it, especially with Rich Paul's crazy comments today in Sports Illustrated. I don't get it at all. No, it, it doesn't it just smack of desperation. And then he tries to to just lay all of the blame on Dell Demps. Dell deserves some, a lot of blame for his tenure here uh, in New Orleans, but like trying to throw Dell Demps under the bus for how this process is, is drug out. I, I didn't get that, man. Yeah, and he's on you know one of the covers. Sports Illustrated did a big graph, and obviously he is one of the most powerful agents in sports right now. With that said, that doesn't mean he's actually good. There's a big advantage of having LeBron James in your corner, and that's basically what we've seen throughout Rich Paul's entire career. Now, this isn't a shot at anyone else's career that has been made by LeBron James, whether it's Maverick Carter or whoever. But Rich Paul, in this instance, the way he just sabotaged Anthony Davis's final season, uh, Jen Hale talked about this on Fox Sports 1 recently, Anthony Davis's demeanor just totally changed his final year. I would have never have guessed, Seth, that midway through the season, we would have a statement released by the Pelicans talking about a player saying that he doesn't want to play anymore for the team that he's been playing with, that he's consistently said he was happy with for years in and years out. It makes no sense. And the bottom line is everything changed when Anthony Davis got Rich Paul as his agent and there's no other way around it. And if people can't connect the dots, well, I, I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, and doesn't it also seem like – and I've defended Rich Paul today from an agent perspective with the leverage play. I get that part. But going back to the Dell Demps part, doesn't it seem like he has this, this unnecessary hatred of the Pelicans organization and even the city of New Orleans? That's where it's like almost crossed the line into, well, now you're just not being professional, bro. Yeah, well, here's the reason. Because this is the first time in many of years that in one of these real power play situations, and I'm not talking about a game, I'm not talking about anything along those lines, I'm talking about a direct power play off-the-court situation, LeBron and Rich got pushed around by the Pelicans. And whether or not people want to admit it, uh, they view the Pelicans as inferior to them. And they didn't like that. So you know what happens when people of power that feel superior to everyone else get their psyche checked a little bit? Well, guess what? They start taking shots and having weird articles like what happened in Sports Illustrated today. Once again, I'm not even going to call Rich Paul the worst agent. I'm not going to call LeBron James a, a bad person. In fact, I'm, I'm a fan of LeBron. But the way that both of them handled this rubbed off on Anthony Davis. And I don't want people to think that uh, I'm giving AD a free pass. He's an adult. He can make his own choices. All I got to say is never, never would I have thought that on the final game of the year that Anthony Davis would wear a that's all folks shirt. That pretty much explains how everything has been handled here. With that said, Seth, I'm starting to see some things happening here that makes me believe that the Lakers will eventually be a part of this trade. Yeah, whether it's straight up or part of a three-way deal, I'm, I'm with you here. It, it's kind of smelling that way a little bit. Carter Bryant's on the program, host of the Carter Bryant Show in South Arkansas and on Twitter, a must-follow at Carter the Power. Just go NBA Finals, man. I have loved our back and forth with Kevin Durant. I really have. We've been on opposite sides of the Kevin Durant situation pretty much since he was traded, or excuse me, he went from Oklahoma City uh, in free agency over to Golden State. So I, I wanted to get your thoughts on KD posts trying to make a comeback 
and then injuring himself. He's going to be out almost assuredly all of next season, costing himself tens of millions of dollars. Uh, have you have you shifted it all on KD? Yeah, of course. You pat him on the back for his valiant effort to try and play in a big moment. He was going to play that game no matter what. Um, he's a, he has a heart of a champion. I mean, he's a two-time Finals MVP. Uh, there's no denying that. With that said, I do think no matter what, and I think the Warriors are going to end up getting him back now. Um, I think this actually does work out well for the Warriors because I don't think that they were going to win this series anyway. Um, I do think this assures Kevin Durant to come back and maybe not opt in or sign a five-year max, whatever the situation may be. I do find it deplorable, and this is always the case, and I hope everyone's listening Sometimes reports just leak out, okay? Sometimes stuff leaks out, a reporter figures something out, whatever. But whenever you read a story in a high-pressure situation, like Tim Kawakami did for The Athletic, where he was the first one to really report that the Warriors were feeling a little discomforted that Kevin Durant had not come back yet, well, guess what? That happens because someone at the Warriors – wants to leak that out. There's an agenda there. And when the Warriors leaked that report out, that pushed Kevin Durant to for sure play in the game. Because guess what? Let's say Kevin Durant didn't play in the game, Seth, and let's say the Warriors did lose. Well, what would happen to Kevin Durant's reputation? People would view him as someone that didn't tough out an injury when the team really needed him. And on top of that, no matter what, Durant has never really been a part of the Warriors championship narrative as one of the core guys. So Durant had no choice after that report to come back when the Warriors desperately needed him. And I thought that was deplorable that the Warriors would leak a report out like that and do something that would danger one of their players. And to me, that's what happened. I think that's why Bob Myers was so sad about the whole thing. Yeah, I've seen your tweets on it. Uh, you've been very passionate about that. Sounds like you say, think the, the Raptors still going to win this thing? Yeah, I do. Uh, they're faster. They're more athletic. Obviously, their psyche's a little bit blown. Whether or not that timeout cost them the last game, that's besides the point. Obviously, the Warriors have this championship mentality. They've had a big third quarter in game two, and they were great in the second half of this last one. But all the other quarters, the Warriors have been dominated by the Raptors. And they've been so dominant that it's just hard to see the Raptors losing two games in a row without Kevin Durant on the floor. So I do like the the Raptors to wrap this thing on up. So Ricardo does radio in South Arkansas if you're there. I know a lot of people out there listen to us at night, 107.1 FM, 1400 AM during the day. Catch the Carter Bryant Show. Uh, a lot of Hogs fans probably uh, on pins and needles here as they open up their College World Series run second straight year. A lot of people, Carter, didn't think the Hogs would be back there, right? Yeah. not. I mean, they lost so many good players from last year's team. And for them to come back and – be at this level, Dave Van Horn, the best coach in college baseball, in my opinion. Um, they're, they're favored right now in Vegas to win this whole thing. And believe it or not, their first-round opponent should have been LSU if LSU had beaten Florida State. So uh, I, I find the SEC to be one of the most underrated stories, the college baseball season. SEC college baseball is great. There's so many off-the-field storylines with SEC baseball that – I think a lot of people don't actually cover. And Arkansas is just one of these great stories. And 
Bomb Stadium, Fayetteville, beautiful area for baseball. And they're going back to Omaha, and they're going to be the heavy favorites. In fact, uh, they, they're they pretty close. It's a very drivable distance for Arkansas fans. And guess what? The entire state's going because, said they're not good in any other sports. This is a sport for them to celebrate. The only other sport Arkansas is good at, track and field. They have 45 national championships in that. But other than that, there's not a whole lot to, to cheer about in the natural state. Talking to Carter Bryant, man of many talents. He's a stand-up comic coming to a city near you. Host of the Carter Bryant Show again on 1071 FM and 1400 AM in South Arkansas. A must-follow on Twitter. He's over 2K now, at Carter the Power. Uh, Carter, I always appreciate you taking some time uh, out of your nights to do uh, these spots with us. But uh, seriously, really appreciate it. And uh, look, we'll, we'll do it again next week probably. Yeah. Can I, can I plug one quick thing? Yeah, of course. Really Absolutely. Yes. So you can go to um, CarterThePower.com and see my latest video for Chat Sports. I go more into detail about uh, the best fits for Anthony Davis and the teams that could trade for him. But you need to go read the comments. People hate me on there. Uh, I was called uh, – now, now, this is crazy. There was a guy by the name of Oliver. First off, that's a red flag. Anyone named Oliver, you got to be sketchy about him. So Oliver says, you're as whack as a nerdy Carlton from Fresh Prince. Okay? I even posted this on my Instagram. Now, here's the thing. First off, Carlton from Fresh Prince is anything but whack. He's the coolest character in TV history. And also, I'm not whack myself. That is, I was, I was offended. I was appalled by all the, all the while being compared to Carlton. I'll take that any day of the week, Seth. So... If you want to watch those videos, you can go to CarterThePower.com and check it out. Uh, yeah. Uh, what a terrible person who doesn't like Carlton. Like, What what, what kind of human is this? I know, man. Dancing with the Stars, too. What's up with that, man? And I'm trying to get in touch with uh, Alfonso to see if he thinks uh, I'm, uh, if, if us nerds are whack. So <laughs> so, so there you go. But, uh, but yeah, Seth, thank you. You're, you're a great host. Uh, you actually had to hear one of my Poco Bad Beats the other day. I felt bad. That's like uh, that's like telling someone about your ex from two years ago and stuff that nobody wants to talk, hear about. So I appreciate you being there for me. Uh, no, yeah, can I be – I want to be completely honest with you here about that. So, yeah, Carter told me a Poker Bad Beat story here. I actually like getting those stories, but I made – like the biggest faux pas you can ever make if it's two poker players talking to each other. I mean, this is like the thing you're not supposed to do, and I did it. I immediately <laughs> I immediately answered Carter Bryant, uh, his bad beat story with like one of my own, like trying to one-up him. And I, I, I felt so bad about I felt so bad about that, Carter, like a day later, because I think I was like a few drinks in or something at that point. I'm like, what am I doing? Like I'm a, I'm a terrible person on these text lines, bro. So I apologize for that. No problem, man. Trust me, I'm, I'm a horrible poker player, but I was really sad about that. But, yes, yeah, Seth, I appreciate you, man. Okay, dude. We'll talk to you again next week. Uh, CarterThePower.com. Carter the Power on Twitter. And, of course, 1071 FM, 1400 AM in South Arkansas. We're going to have an interview with Phil Sims coming up. Bobby Bear talked to Phil Sims earlier today, two former NFL quarterbacks. It was fantastic stuff do not go anywhere you're going to want to hear this and uh i again i need just a sliver of info from logan falgu behind the glass on what he can tell us not to name names necessarily but apparently he's playing matchmaker uh behind the glass tonight so i uh, i like it uh, logan oh boy he's got this very terrified look on his face right now which is fantastic the last lap continuing coming up next year on wwl 
Text from the 251. It's simple to me. If AD says the Pels win and he's not a jerk, all is forgiven. That goes to our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll at WWL.com. What do you think of AD? No big deal? No hard feelings? Or what a jerk he is. You can cast your vote WWL.com, radio.com app. Uh, Logan, uh, you were telling me, and I don't want to – look, you can be as anonymous as you want here, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, I told everybody listening earlier that Logan was kind of laughing behind the glass, and I was kind of into it just because he seemed to be – you know, genuinely amused by something. You're telling me you're playing matchmaker behind the glass, Logan. Uh, yes, 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 I am. So explain that. What what happened? You're you're, hook, you're hooking up a couple of your friends or something? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm rehooking them up. They had uh they had been together back uh late last year. Uh, some stuff happened, and they both kind of just went their separate ways. I've been in contact with both of them, but they haven't been in contact with each other. Oh, and so I was uh helping to reestablish that uh line of contact tonight okay so you're you're squarely gen z i am like an old millennial so there's a gap there so how does this work uh you know with gen z the the 20 year old gen z people is this like group chat is this uh, insta group messages like how's this going uh this was through uh just our general friend group and just uh them being around each other but uh one of them happened to move off to slidell and the other one stayed over here on the west well over there on the west bank I always have to motion to the West Bank. Yes, uh, but <laughs> of course you do. Like so it's over there. They they fell out of contact after a huge falling out, and uh, tonight I was helping to on the t- resolve that on group. Like uh, tonight, was it group text? Was it calls? Was it Snap? Uh, like- it was me texting one of them and talking to the other one through uh, the application Discord. Oh yeah, Discord. Yes. Gamers know that, right? Like yes. if you're a gamer, you know you know a little Discord. Okay, well yeah, look, Logan, nice job. Like we got a little new hat you can put on. Uh, Logan, the facilitator. Something like yes. that. Oh, that's a great. That'd be like a great little Twitch handler. Something like that. Logan the facilitator. Uh, Logan's behind the glass. I'm Seth Dunlap. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, do not go away because Bobby Aber had a chance on Sports Talk today to talk to, well, one of his rivals when he was in the NFL, Phil Sims, who used to play quarterback for the New York Giants and won a Super Bowl there. It was an interesting and, and really fantastic conversation. Don't go anywhere. Bobby Aber and Phil Sims coming up next here on the last lap. Oh, I see Sean Kelly on Twitter really happy about his St. Louis Blues winning a championship. I love it. Congrats to Sean Kelly, voice of the Pelicans, just transitioned to some national play-by-play, Man, not just a little bit, but a lot of it. All right, let's get right to it. Bobby Bear and Phil Sims, they had a chance to talk to each other earlier tonight. Christian Garrick, also part of that conversation. I'm not trying to slight Christian there, but let's be honest. The stars of this conversation were Bobby and Phil Sims, former NFL quarterbacks. Here's that conversation. Well, how good was that? That was earlier today. Bobby Bear chatting with one of his old rivals and now buddy Phil Sims. That was one of the best uh, interviews I've heard recently from our buddies on Sports Talk who lead into our show here at night. We'll take a break when we come back. Uh, Hopefully we'll have a little time for at least a couple of sports libs, and then our moment is in. Yeah, the St. Louis Blues, they win the Stanley Cup Finals. We'll have that for you to end the show here on the last lap. Online right now, WWL.com. Bombshell report earlier tonight. The NCAA is ready to issue notice of level one recruiting violations to at least six college basketball programs. Don't know who yet. This isn't conjecture. This is an anonymous sources. This is the NCAA on record. We've got that story for you at WWL.com. Let's play a little sports libs before we end our show. Logan Falgu's been busy behind the glass, mixing it up here with us. Logan, what you got for us tonight? Uh, we only got three for you right now, but that's just because of our shorter time sure. limit. 
Uh, but without further ado, let's get underway here. Let's do it. Uh, how important is the Stanley Cup to you? Really important, actually. I think it's part of the, the, the kind of the sports fabric of American society. I mean, it really is. I know it's it's on NBC Sports Network. It doesn't get a lot of coverage. It's turned into a semi-niche sport, but it's still really important. And by the way, if you've never watched the Stanley Cup playoffs or the Stanley Cup finals, you are missing out. It is much-watched television. All right. Next up here we have this Saints season is shaping up to be blank. Who can I say either sensational or the ultimate disappointment? I don't know exactly how to phrase that in one blank. Um, let's see here. Do I want to be pessimistic or optimistic? I'm going to be optimistic here. I'm going to say, um, since I'll just say sensational. I'm trying, I, I don't know. Is there a word I could use there? Like it's, it's, it's going to be. How about extreme? There's a word. It's going to be extreme to one side or the other. I think it's going to be a championship or with that rough opening part of the schedule, things fall apart. Maybe they win nine games, maybe barely miss the playoffs, something like that. I kind of feel it's going to be an extreme season either way. All right, and the last one we have up here is we should be looking forward to blank right now. The NBA draft. That's next week, next Thursday, and I cannot wait. Yes, we know Zion pick one i want to see what happens after that and also we should i think probability says we should have an anthony davis trade by then so nba draft all right and that's it all right there you go sports libs in the book you got answers for those libs you can text us at 87870 might read some of them here on our last segment when we come back we've got stanley cup finals highlights and perhaps a little post-game interview courtesy of westwood one the st louis blues first ever stanley cup an NHL championship. Congrats to them. We'll wrap up the show next year on The Last Lap. I never know what's fake news and what isn't fake news anymore, but there is a, a, a trend here on social media where you see a $400 bet placed on the St. Louis Blues at the Paris Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. By the way, that's where I stayed when I was in Vegas, Paris. Great. It's one of my favorite casinos there. Go to Ramsey's Steak if you're ever in Vegas, whether you're staying there or not. Shameless free plug. Not shameless plug, but free plug. Uh, but there's this piece of paper floating around there that somebody, we don't know who, turned $400 into $1,000, $100,000, pardon me, $400 into $100,000, a bet in January on the St. Louis Blues to become the Stanley Cup champions. Of course, we found out that actually happened tonight. Don't know if that's true or not, but pretty cool if it is. It kind of looks Photoshopped to me, but what do I know? Thanks to all of our guests tonight, Jen Hale, Mike Neighbors, Scott Alexander, and Carter Bryant for all joining the show. Fantastic. If you missed any of it, remember, you can check the podcast at WWL.com, radio.com app, and also Apple Podcasts is how I get a lot of our shows here at WWL. We'll be back tomorrow talking more Saints camp. It's day three out there. And remember, Bobby Aber and Christian Garrick, they're going to be live from Cadillac in New Orleans tomorrow from 4 to 8 p.m. And you'll also have a chance during Sports Talk to win Rolling Stones tickets. So either be in our audience or be out there at Cadillac of New Orleans in Metairie, part of the Benson Group of Dealers. That's 3100 Lime Street in Metairie, of course, right here on WWL. So the St. Louis Blues, your Stanley Cup champions, NHL season in the books, and tomorrow we'll find out if the NBA season will be in the books. Final game ever at the Oracle Arena. Now in Oakland, so they're going to move into that new facility that's a little more north. And you'll have no professional sports teams by this time next season 
in Oakland, at least as far as um, – well, that's not true. I should say uh, no NFL or NBA team in Oakland. You'll still have the Oakland Athletics there. Uh, the Oakland Athletics Stadium gets a little bit of a bad rap, the O.co Coliseum. Uh, I have heard – from some friends of mine over there they got a really cool season ticket deal where the whole second deck i guess is just a beer garden or part of the second deck is a beer garden pretty cool over there but no more nba basketball as they'll move out of oakland will the golden state warriors i think the warriors win tomorrow i think the warriors have the emotion there they have the emotion of kd and that injury clay thompson's playing like an mvp so is steph curry i do think that's the Warriors win tomorrow and force a Game 7 back in Toronto. That's what I'd love to see. Game 7s are always fun. We just saw one tonight. Thanks to Logan Falgu behind the glass. Thanks to Helen Sintani for helping out during the day. Also, thanks to Tim Zimmer for booking the show and our program director, Diane Newman, and assistant program director, Todd Manessis. I'm Seth Dunlap. Give me a follow on Twitter. We're having fun tonight there at Seth Dunlap. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at WWLAMFM. And if you missed our live Facebook chat, that's on the WWL Radio Facebook page tonight. We're handing it off to Beyond Reality Radio. But first, as always, here's our our moment is in the final call courtesy of Westwood one as the blues become your Stanley cup champions. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.